when you feel better, you're a, you're a happier person. You're a more positive person. Um, I, I think being in the community actually helps that too a little bit because you're able to, to sort of get motivation from others and share the positivity and, 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 and accountability. Nobody was holding me accountable. Um, we talked offline a little bit and I've posted it in the community. I mean, right now I feel like I'm back on a team and I liked to be coached. I like to be guided and I like having teammates. I like having that environment and I feel like this is it. Hey there, my friend. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi and I want to welcome you back to another episode here on the Fit Father Project podcast. In just a moment, you're about to hear a powerful and inspiring conversation between myself and one of our Fit Father Project brothers, Dan Rolfing. Dan is 43 years young. He has kids and a wife and so much to live for. And the honest truth is that a couple years ago, Dan was on a horrible trajectory. He had body-wide pain from some old back injuries. He was taking tons of Advil, drinking 14 cups of coffee a day, and so exhausted and so much stomach pain, he would actually like literally like fall asleep on the highway going 70 and wake himself up when he'd hit the bumps on the side of the road. And like Dan really kind of got to a point where he's like, I think I'm going to die if I don't make some changes. And he started searching over 40 fitness plans and he found the Fit Father Project and he had the wherewithal to like resonate with the program and, and give it a shot. And as they say, the rest is history. You know, within 30 days, Dan is feeling phenomenally better. And he's far past that now. He's actually in phase three of the program, but he was able to cut down his coffee intake. His inflammation started to decrease dramatically. His energy levels started going up. And with that, there was a new mindset of hope and possibilities. He started attacking his workouts, making gains in his strength. His back no longer hurts. Like if, if a pharmaceutical company was able to have like one of those commercials and they could put a half fraction of the benefits that Dan has achieved from the kind of implementation of good lifestyle, like it would be the greatest drug in the world. But the fact is, is there's no silver bullet. There is a plan that you can work, a plan that's set around sensible nutrition, exercise, mindset, and family and community support. And Dan embodies these things to 10 out of 10 level. And that's why I'm so pumped to bring in this conversation. And Dan, if you're listening to this, congratulations again on all the gains that you've made and all the gains to be making into the future. And if any man is listening to this and has big challenges like Dan, whole body wide pain, a mentality of you think you're over the hill, or if your parents have died early, like Dan's parents and like mine too, and, and you're looking at the future being like, is this going to be me? Well, that doesn't have to be the case. If you have the ability to commit to yourself and try something new like Dan did and you follow through, you're going to see amazing results. Without further ado, let's get into this amazing episode of Fit Follower Dan Rolfing, and I'm super excited to bring this one to our community. All right, Dan, welcome officially to the Fit Father Project Podcast, my friend. I'm so happy to have you here. I'm so glad to be here. I've really been looking forward to doing this. Thank you. Me too. People don't know this, but we are recording this on a Friday. And I think it is a really fun way to like end the week, like especially in like my shoes, because you've had a big week, you've done a lot of things. And now we get to like have like a real deep and raw conversation about something that's profound in your life and obviously profound in my life. So thank you for being here. And I'd love for you to basically introduce yourself to all the guys that are listening to this show, name, age, where you're from, and anything you'd like to share about your family, what you do for work. Yeah, sure. My name is Dan Rolfing. Um, I am 43 years old. Uh, I am married to my high school sweetheart, Mandy, who's uh, we've been together uh, since we were 16, uh, known each other since sixth grade. Uh, we've got three kids. Uh, I've got a sophomore in high school, Joe. I've got an eighth grader, Frankie Francesca. Uh, and then I've got a sixth grader, JD. And uh, we live outside Chicago in uh, the town called Addison, Illinois. Nice. 
That's awesome. And um, I know that uh, just from your podcast intake form, a couple of the interesting things about you and your family. Uh, your wife is a math teacher, correct? So your kids yes. are like little mathematicians. Yes. And yeah, which is cool. I, I've actually gotten like a much deeper appreciation for math as I've gotten older. And I wish I like cared this much when I was younger and I had the connection <laughs> to it. So I'm sure your kids like get it from a young age. And that's awesome. Yeah, they definitely do. I mean, it's, um, I'm, I'm like the dumbest guy in the house sometimes. So <laughs> not a bad, Hey, be the dumbest guy in the room. That just happens to be your own home, which, you know, maybe that's, <laughs> and I'll, another thing they wouldn't know, even if they're watching video too, is, and I'm sure you get this a lot, but you're also very tall. You are and you played some basketball. So give us some context. Cause we might be talking about weights and stuff like this. And when you say I was out of shape at 225, you know, that means something, but like, tell us a little bit about your body stats and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm six foot eight, uh, so which was was really good as a basketball player. Now it's it's not as good because I don't fit anywhere. But um, I'm I'm six foot eight, and when I played basketball, um, and it, I played in college, uh, Division three. I'm swinging left around. You know, D- Division three is awesome, but you know, I was not some ridiculous kind of player or anything like that. The older I get, the better I was. Uh, at least of what I tell everybody. Yeah. But. Um, I did. I played basketball at about 225 pounds, although at one point I got up to like 250 just from supplements and, and weight gainers and stuff like that, but it was too much. Uh, but then it, it, it's, it's not the weight that I can handle now. So Nice. All right. So how'd you encounter Fit Father Project? What kind of prompted you to get into this whole thing? Uh, I was just searching. I was searching all over for something. Um, so I, I, you know, as a, as a former college athlete. I mean, I, I stayed in shape, um, in my twenties, but I, I, I had a lot of, of, of injuries, you know, in college, I, I didn't know it, but I was hurting my back as I was playing and, and, and I was being treated for issues in my legs. I, they would stretch me out in my, my hamstrings. You've got tight hamstrings and it's, you know, it's, it's why you're not as athletic as you should be. And these kind of things I was slow. And, but it, it turns out, as I found out later, it was actually my back, but but what happened was I got really into how easy it is to take painkillers. Um, and, um, and I would get up to, to massive amounts of over-the-counter painkillers uh, to the point where I knew I would always have to avoid any kind of stronger painkillers from a prescription or anything like that. Cause I didn't, I wasn't, cause I know how easily I took the over-the-counter ones. Um, well, it turned out I was just hurting my back. Um, so I had back surgery at 24 years old, had a disc removed. Um, and uh, cause it, I ruptured it, the, uh, leg press machine uh, to be honest yeah. doing things wrong really um but i got back from that and I, and I was i was in a lot of fitness things in my 20s and even in my 30s i did all of this stuff i i, I did all kind of insanity asylum all those all those programs but and they were fine and 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 i liked them and and, and i love lifting weights and i love doing it when i was in college and even after college but um the last several years, even before COVID, I just was having trouble finding something that stuck. Um, and then, you know, with, with the, the COVID time and stuff like that, I mean, things just kind of got, you know, just weird in, in society and everything anyway. And so I was just having trouble. I, I couldn't recover from workouts. I wasn't feeling good. So the last four or five years, I just haven't felt well at all. I mean, and, and people would look at me and say, well, you, you look fine. I mean, I was, I was that same 225 pounds, but it wasn't the same weight. It wasn't the same type of weight as I was when I was an athlete or yeah. pretending to be an athlete. It was bad weight. I just didn't know. And, and I knew I didn't feel good and my numbers would be okay at the doctor, but 
I would almost have stomach issues and the doc's like, oh, you need to see this person. You should try this or try this stuff or maybe you should try this medication. I didn't want to do that, but I, I, like, I shouldn't feel this way all the time. Yeah. And my back would keep me awake and it would also cause my hips to hurt. I thought, oh, I've got to stretch out more. I can do this. I can do that. And I was sleeping maybe three or four hours a night um, and waking up every 45 minutes. And this hip would hurt. I'd change my position and then it'd be okay. And then wake up again. And then my back would hurt. And, and um, I had MRIs and I've got two, two more lower back herniated discs. And I got two herniated discs in my neck. So I've got four discs that are messed up plus the one I had removed. And I'm like, oh, maybe this is just how life is. And I would say to my wife, if this is this bad at 40, how am I going to move when I'm 60? Right. What's going to happen? I mean, and I was nervous. And I'm not sleeping and I'm drinking 14 cups of coffee a day. People are making fun of me at work. Like, oh, the coffee. I mean, there's so much coffee. I even, I, 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 I can't, and I'm still falling asleep while I'm driving to work yeah. on the highway. So I'm, I'm laying awake at times thinking, this is, I'm going to die. And it, and it came to a head. I was on vacation with the family. And I never can sleep on vacation. I'm always lying wide awake, right? And I'm always, oh, the hotel bed is bad or this or that. But this time I'm actually at a friend's house, uh, graciously staying at his house. Um, and the bed is not bad. It's not a hotel bed. It's a good bed. It's a good place. It's, it's a comfortable place to be. And I can't sleep. And so I know the next day with, with the family, I'm going to ruin the day because I'm hunting down 10 cups of coffee and I'm going to be mad and irritable. And, and, and I just, I'm going to die. I'm going to, I'm literally dying here. Um, and so I started searching around and, and, and I, I started searching for things to do when you're over 40, workouts over 40 and, and Fit Father comes up. And then, I, and then you know, the first thing you do is you read your story and uh, about your dad and stuff like that. And, and, and I don't have the, the same kind of story, but a similar thought process because when I was a sophomore in high school, when my dad set my brother and me down and said, hey, you know what? I've got cancer. And my son's a sophomore and I don't have cancer, but I'm on the same path. My dad died you know, a little over six years later. Yeah. I'm on the same path. I felt like I'm, I'm not going to make it. Like something's not right. It's, I shouldn't feel this way and I should be sleeping. I shouldn't be stimulating to stay awake and I shouldn't be like, I, it's not right. Mm-hmm. And so I started doing the reading on Fit Father and I thought, yeah, I don't know. I can do this stuff myself. I've been working a long time. I, I, can, I can handle this stuff myself. And then the last straw was Christmas Eve and I'm married to an Italian. My wife's Italian. And so Christmas Eve is a huge Italian food. Like her and her mom, like, like, just do an amazing thing for, for Christmas Eve. And before we even started, I'm sick. I can't even eat it. I can't even like go through and enjoy it. I'm like, this can't be how it is. And so that week between Christmas and New Year's, I did all the reading. I did all the learning, all the stuff on Fifth Father. And I started everything um, on New Year's Day. That's, that's powerful. I mean, to like, also, I mean, talk about how motivating pain is real fear and that you had that in your early 40s. And you start the program. So what was, as you're going through the early setup steps, what stuck out to you the most in terms of like the nutrition and changes you actually started making to your nutrition routine? How bad my nutrition actually was. I mean, it was, I just, I didn't even think about it because my wife has been cooking well. I mean, she's an amazing cook and she's been, she makes great meals. And I mean, she would get actually really mad because I would eat the meal. And then, you know, within an hour, I'm on the couch with just a bunch of junk, you know, watching TV, closing at the night or something like that. And it just how, how much, and then learning what's really cool about the program, at least for me, the best, one of the best things about the program is that it's not just do this. It's here's why, and here's what 
here's the science and here's what the potential changes are going to be. And here's what you might get out of this. So the, the learning aspect, and it's become almost like a, uh, it's almost an obsession for me to continue to learn about these things. So that, it fascinates me. It's, 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 I just, I'm super interested in, in how this stuff all works. So the first thing learning on the, on the, on the program is just how I was that guy that you, you can outwork a bad diet. Sure you can, you know, you just work harder. Uh, I can eat whatever I want because I'm going to work out tomorrow. I'm going to work out hard. I'm doing these crazy programs. It's going to be fine. And, and then I would also sort of rationalize, well, you know, I'm six, eight, two twenty-five. Yeah. I don't like how it looks when I take my shirt off, but I'm still better than 95% of the population. I can handle this. I can do this. No, I just didn't realize. And then now making the connection to, again, from reading and, and the learning and some of the experts you've had on other podcasts, how connected your gut mm-hmm. and your system is oh, yeah. to everything else. And so now I just look, I said, it's inflammation. I know that's what was, you know, that that's why I can't sleep is because things are just on fire yep. and I'm masking all of it. Yep. So how quickly did stuff start to turn around for you? I mean, and how long exactly have you been following the program up to this point? And give us a snapshot too. Okay, so like I have a very vivid picture of you drinking 14 cups of coffee a day, stomach hurts, miserable, not sleeping in pain. So maybe give us like a snapshot of how you describe those different variables today. And then mm-hmm. how long did it take you to see the difference? Yeah, um, it was... I mean, some of it came really fast, um, like like shockingly fast for me. Uh, so I was I was 225 pounds when I started the program um, on January 1st was was essentially my first day um, of, of really focusing on it and getting into the initial workouts, you know, the first first apex stuff like yeah. that. Um, and within about a week, I was down to a cup of coffee a day. Well. And I was like, wait a minute, because normally when I would cut coffee, I would I, I would do things like this is how bad I was. I would I would I would try to start re, you know, in the past reducing my coffee intake maybe three or four days before a vacation or some of that because I didn't want to go try and buy you know ten cups of coffee and say so we'd get hit every Starbucks during vacation. I don't want to do that, so I try to and go through withdrawal and all that kind of stuff. But I found that I was able to with the water. I, I had no idea. I had no idea how how dehydrated I was. And, and how much that was impacting things. And so I immediately started with the water. And now I find when I don't have enough water, like say I'm going to take a flight or something like that, and I restrict my water, I get the same feeling I used to have when I didn't enough coffee. And so I, I, just, I didn't know. You're probably um, dehydrated for like a decade. Yeah. It, it, well, especially <laughs> drinking that much coffee, I was, I was yeah. doubling down. I wasn't drinking yeah. any water and I was drinking a diuretic, basically. It's yeah. just like, oh my gosh. So, so, that, so that part was so fast. And, and, and the fact that I wasn't drinking the coffee but I, I wasn't as tired. Mm-hmm. And I thought, that's crazy to me. It just didn't. And so it was, it was fast. That part was fast. Um, I'm, I'm, on phase, I, I'm on my first week of phase three right now. Nice. So my full metal jackets and assaults. Um, and I, um, I'm now at, I'm, I'm at my goal weight, I think it's 200. And sometimes nice. I dip under a little bit and Kat helps me out and, and she helps me with, with trying to maintain because I, I don't, at six, eight, I don't want to be much less than two, but it's just different weight. It's just, yeah. it just, and we started going to bed earlier. Um, my wife signed up for fit mother, you know, within a few weeks of me signing up soon and she was already in shape. She didn't need to do it, but she wanted to just live a healthier structure. Um, and so now we're going to bed a little bit, you know, a little bit earlier and, and, and I'm, I'm getting more sleep and I just, I, things feel better. I mean, uh, you go through these periods, even even on the program, you know, it's like, okay, you know, um, 
you're not going to feel perfect every single day, but, but I mean, the aggregate, and I've been able to stick to that one cup of coffee. We've fallen in love with tea. Like yeah. we're drinking all these different kinds of tea. Yeah. Um, so it's like, it's, it's just a different, it's just a different mindset. And as you keep going forward, then you start to engage the community more and 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 learning. Now I'm I'm able to offer some some help to people at times, and most of the time it's just encouragement. But yeah. but sometimes it's I'm answering questions and I pose mm-hmm. questions, and guys come back with answers for me. So that's cool. I mean, that even in the short amount of time that you've gone through, really, like it's like a hero's journey of your own stuff. But then you can come back into service and like and help out in the groups. And how about the uh, Advil and said use? Is that I'm I'm assuming that's gone down quite a bit as well. It, I've taken since I started the prod the project on uh, January one. I have taken four Advil, um, and that was and, and and they were all in the first couple of weeks, and and almost all of the time was for headache. Uh, I haven't taken a painkiller uh, in 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 weeks. I mean, I mean I, deep congratulations. I still have pain, but it's just different. I'm able. I, I'm understanding, and I just like I can. It's it's not the same kind of pain, and it's not sort of that where you, the pain I had when I couldn't even get comfortable. I mean, I would be in a chair or, um, you know, or in bed and I just, and there's nothing I do to get comfortable. And I would just be like, okay, I got to go take an Advil and 30 minutes from now, maybe I'll be able to sleep for, for an hour or two. And I'll, I'll I mean, I, I mean, I, that's why I was laying there thinking I'm going to die. I know how important, I knew how important sleep was and I wasn't getting any. Yeah. And I was fighting everything I could and, and, and all the chemicals going to my body up, down, whatever it might be. Yeah. Nice. I mean, phenomenal that you've come this far in that short amount of time. Really, really beautiful. What's it been like for your family seeing you go through these changes? Your kids in particular, your wife? Well, it, it, the, the, I think they've been, I mean, my, my wife is, has, has been very complimentary um, on it. And, and again, we're kind of doing this journey together and, and uh, it's just been fun. I mean, the kids, I think for them, they see... You know, instead of me being a guy that talks about what I was <laughs> way back when, and I coached, you know, I coached my 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 boys, and and um, I, I would coach my daughter, but she plays volleyball, and I don't know anything about volleyball, so I, but I work out with her and I help her, and and yeah. I was trying to do things, especially I would I would say, hey, you know, if you're going to be high level athletes, my my older my older son's a, a pretty good baseball player, um, and my little guys, you know, baseball and, and basketball. And I would say, Hey, you, you guys should work on some agility work and I can show you. And I would try to show, and I would be, I would, I would just be gassed. And I'd be like, ah, oh, it's not, can't do the things like you guys need to work on plyometrics, but I'm not going to do it because it hurts my legs or my back. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I don't like that. I, I don't like telling people to do something I can't do. Yeah. Um, and so, and, and for my older son too, I've, I've been talking to him about, well, you know, if, if you're if you're gonna play, if you're gonna wake up every day and lift weights, and then go play your, your or go to practice and play your games in in the evening, you, you got to eat better. But I wasn't. So how fair mm-hmm. is that? So he sees, yeah. I think that we're living now again what we're what we've been talking about and sort of showing the way. And and he, he's in great shape as a sophomore in high school. But I mean, I'm he's seeing now all the things that the benefits um, that you can maybe get from. Uh, stretching out once while, maybe instead of lifting, why don't you try some yoga or something like that? Yeah. Or hey, you know, instead of uh, instead of all all of those snacks, why don't you try you know some some more? Have another helping at dinner or something like that. Yeah. And we've we've got way more uh, support for him or for them, and way more options in the house. Yeah. For them. That's that's super cool to hear. And like, how does it? 
you know, I, 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 when, as you're explaining this, I'm hearing the word like congruency in my mind, like alignment, like they're, you're not, you're not like disconnected from, you know, say one thing, do something else. So my question is, how has this transformation really impacted you mentally, emotionally, maybe even spiritually, like your inner world, how has that changed in a big way as you've changed these external aspects of your habits and your routine? It's almost, it's almost indescribable how different and, and my wife has, has commented to me and, and, and just that process. I mean, normally it's to say, if she would say to me at, at some point, Oh, you're, you're, you're in a good mood today. I'd get, I would get, mad. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm not in a good mood other times. I mean, you're saying, well, I was in a bad mood. Uh, and, and, and I knew, I mean, I knew I wasn't very good to be around very often because I didn't feel well and I was tired. And and those are excuses. That doesn't mean that that that, that you know, being tired isn't a free reign to just go around and be a complete jerk to everybody. But I I wasn't in a good spot. And um, I heard a comedian. I think it was Bill Barr. Um, I would listen to one of his comedy routines, and he and he was talking about he's you know, how his wife would be like, well, how do you always get to 100 miles an hour with your anger so fast? And he said, because it's I'm starting at 70 miles an hour, and I said, that's me. I'm the guy that's existing at 70, and everything upsets me it just instantly 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 and and that's not easy to be around and 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 there were various events in in my life that i would say oh man that was really bad how i was there and stuff like that and all of them revolved around my family i was saving all the, the worst for them yeah and and they would say no you're not you're fine but i know i was i know i know i was not doing the right thing and um i think and my wife has said and, and my kids aren't going to say that but i i feel like I feel like it's coming through that when you feel better, you're a, you're a happier person. You're a more positive person. Um, I, I think being in the community actually helps that too a little bit because you're able to, to sort of get motivation from others and share the positivity and, 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 and accountability. Nobody was holding me accountable. Um, we talked offline a little bit and I've posted it in the community. I mean, right now I feel like I'm back on a team mm-hmm. and I liked to be coached. I yeah. like to be guided and I like having teammates. I like having that environment. And I feel like this is it. Um, you know, it, it's, you know, I joke said you were the, the GM or the owner, you know, and then, and Kat and Ben are the, are the coaches, but then there's all these vets and teammates and stuff in the, in the community that are there to, to kind of hold your feet to the fire, but in a good way yeah. and, and push at you and, 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 and beat you up a little bit when you need it, but then build you back up too. I mean, yeah. that's, that's it. That's what team, my best friends in my life are my former teammates. So. That's um, you know that that's that's part of it, um, but I do think I'm I'm. It's just been easier to be myself mm-hmm. because you just don't. I don't feel bad. Yeah. Um, spiritually, uh, we've tried as a family to make a bigger commitment this year. Coming back to it, mm-hmm. um, uh, my my kids actually are are have always been into that, and, and so we've tried to be more uh, get back into our our faith relationship and and our just just good old fashioned attendance at church and stuff like that. I mean, and, and just sort of see that for the positive aspect in our lives that it is, um, you know, again, it's like before, uh, I'm tired. Those are all excuses. Um, and it's easy to make excuses when you don't feel good. Yeah. I mean, so well said, it's so foundational how the way your body feels, it's like the soil 
And like what, what comes emerges from that, like good soil bears, good fruit, vice versa. You know, I, I see how there was that vicious cycle and it's really cool to hear how it's just like integrated into whole family unit. It's like cultural changes, right? I mean, the whole family cultural changes, and then it's easier to stick. And then also, as you know, as a, as a former athlete, like the competitive fire that you probably get with yourself in these workouts, I kind of want to talk about the exercise routine and how the training we do in fit father might be a little bit different than what you have done in the past training in college, college basketball and stuff like that. Like when you do your first apex, and as you're going through these different things, What's your comments and experience like with the exercise gains you've made or even just commentary on the different types of workout flows and stuff like that? Yeah, I, I, I love the workouts and I love the fact that they change. Um, you know, and, and you love to hate them too. It's certain aspect, aspect right? I mean, the, the, uh, the MRTs are, I mean, they're killers. Um, but, but again, you have that aspect of like, if I have to choose to do that on my own, if I'm going to go on to, to, to YouTube and try to select hard workouts, guess what? Human nature, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to select ones that I know I can get done because guess what? I feel, I feel tired or something like that. So maybe I'm going to work out, but it's not going to be the same. But now I have this accountability plan and I've got a schedule and I've got it on my calendar. I'm going to do it. So there's that aspect to it. It's like, hey, practice is scheduled. You better be here or you're not going to play. Yeah. And it's the same kind of mindset. Yeah. Uh, so, I, so, so that aspect of it, I always loved lifting weights. I got into lifting weights in college after being the, the, the guy that was afraid of the weight room in high school for the most part. I mean, I, I, was, I was the ultra skinny weakling in high school. In fact, when I finished eighth grade basketball, going all the way back here, I was about five, seven. And by freshman year basketball, so that's what, you know, nine months or something like that. I was six foot three and I, I got all that growth, but no extra weight. So I was about six foot three, 130 pounds. So I mean, yeah. I mean, I, and I had, I had really short hair. I mean, people thought I was sick. Um, and, and, um, I, I, I was afraid of the weight room. I mean, I couldn't, the first time I went in the weight room as a, as a freshman in high school, I got pinned underneath the bar. And so there's all the football players in there. And it was very embarrassing. I didn't go back in there for, for a long time. The first time I did a push-up test in gym class, a co-ed gym class, I did two push-ups. And so this was, that's who I was. And so I really, I, I got into that stuff privately, especially as I got a little filled out a little bit and stuff like that. So I, I, I enjoyed lifting weights a lot in college, but we just knocked around. We didn't have a trainer or anything like that. We didn't have a, a strength and conditioning coach. We just kind of went in there and it was the classic, hey, you know, uh, good set, bro. Bench, you know, like get, yeah, squats, sit yeah. in the bench for 45 yeah. minutes and do seven, yeah. you know, seven uh, sets and it's, and, and pile a ton of weight on a squat rack, you know, and nobody's guiding you. And that, that is part of the reason I have a back problem um, because of, of incorrect, incorrect form and stuff like that. But I still enjoyed it. I lifted in my twenties, I lifted in my thirties and I was trying to lift now or before I started the program, but it was still sort of this, this old classic, you know, just crank out a bunch of sets and who knows. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I've really enjoyed the guidance and the different muscle concepts. Um, you know, I, I think I've posted a few times on the different workouts, like the Kennedy and full metal, like, like how interesting it is and how much fun I'm having trying to do these different things. Mm -hmm. I'm tracking. Um, so each time I try to make a gain, either in number of reps or weight, yeah. on every single exercise, um, sometimes you, you don't have as much energy and it happens, whatever. And you, you kind of stagnate or you go back a little bit, but you're still working to failure. Um, I find it interesting how much my brain still thinks I should stop every set at eight reps. Cause that's what I was used to do. And yeah. I got to battle through. And, but I think that's valuable. Yeah. Um, the MRTs, again, they're just, 
you know, pushing through and, 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 and working like the, the, um, the, the double trouble was just brutal and was vicious. Um, and then the destroyer, I thought, okay, that'll be that much easier. Cause it's only half, you know, or you're cutting out yeah, several. Of the from five. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't. <laughs> so, I mean, but it was, it, when you, when you, when you push stop on that clock and, and you've improved your time, I mean, that's, that's like winning a game. Right. That's, that's like getting a big upset. And, uh, and, and so I, I just, I've really enjoyed that aspect to it. Um, and just again, learning about the different things and I'm not hurting when I'm doing it because I was, you know, I was, I didn't, I didn't do leg workout because I literally ruptured my disc when I was 24 years old doing a leg press machine with too much weight and bad form. I mean, I, I was in the middle of that of that press. I felt that like somebody stuck a knife in my back, and so I I didn't touch leg strength for like twenty years, almost twenty years. I was afraid. Um, anyway, I still had other disc issues and everything like that, and, and that's more from having a surgery. They told me it would it would be ten years and it would feel good, and then it would start to hurt again. And they were right, and and stuff like that. But I was like, I don't want to do anything with 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 leg strength really because. I mean, I could get hurt. I did before. And I said, no, I'm going to have to, I'm going to follow this stuff. I'm not going to, I, if I do it right, if I follow the form, I think I can do it. I, you know, building it up and building it up. And I've been able to really build up nice weights on that. I know there's more to go, but yeah. we're not having pain. Cause people ask, how did you get back from? How are you doing swings? I'm like, I'm really focused on doing it right. And doing a, a, a sustainable weight that still challenges me. And so I, 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 the best part about it is I'm doing these things and I'm not having pain. And I was having pain from workouts before and I was battling through it. So, you know, I, I got to get it done. It's just pain. It's just pain. Well, pain does tell you, hey, you shouldn't be. And again, that was one of my reasons for the initial search for the program was I'm, I'm not recovering. I would battle through the pain and then the next day I can't even move. Yeah. That should be the case from a 45 minute workout. For sure. So good. I mean, I'm, I'm really glad you found something that works for you that you can build strength on. And quite frankly, as your core continues to get stronger, as you get more coordinated, glutes get stronger, your back is going to just feel better from all this. And like, that's amazing because the quality of your life is largely going to be dictated by the quality of your spine, you know, in yes. 20, 20, 30 years. And like, you're on track. It's really good. Have you messed around with any inversion or traction or any stuff like that on, on lengthening the back, you know, like inversion I, boards and I did inversion like years ago when I was getting treatment for the initial uh, ruptured disc and stuff like that. And they, they, they put me in, the, in the, the inversion rack and kind of stretched me out and stuff like that. I haven't done it now because right now I, I, I'm not feeling that kind of pain. Um, I did have a, when, when the, the discs in my neck really flared up, I had a, a lot of pain in my left arm where, you know, and, and, and having learned enough about the nerve impact of herniated discs, I knew that there was, that pain wasn't in my arm, it was in my neck. And yep. I just had to kind of work through it. I did get physical therapy for that. And they did some, yep. some neck stretching and stuff. Like that. And I do those stretches and I stayed with them, Good. but it's a lot better to be able to stay off of medication. For sure. Uh, to try and, and work through that. And, and, and again, you know, just I'm doing programs that are designed for guys my age um, that makes sense for guys my age and, and my situation. And, and I, and I feel more confident from that. And I've, because of the nutrition side of things, the inflammation is so much, it, I just, I know it's down because everything yeah. just feels better. For sure. 
I mean, what you described before was like chronic systemic inflammation, period. And it's so good that you don't have that because that is like at the root cause of all these really bad chronic diseases. And you probably completely changed your course and your trajectory. Like it would have been bad. You were right. It would have been bad if you would have carried on that way. I don't know if you would have made it another 10 years with that amount of damage without having something serious blow up. So kudos well, to that's, you. That's the thing. I mean, I'm, I'm, I was being told you're going to need another back surgery. Um, I'd already been told that years, a few years ago. And I said, I don't want to, I didn't want to have that. Sur- I'd already rationalized. I'm not going to have another back surgery while my kids are still at home. Cause I don't want to miss six months of going to baseball and volleyball games and, and school plays and stuff like that and whatnot. I don't want to miss those things by being laid up. I don't, you know, I don't want to miss work. I don't want to do any of these. I don't want to have to go through that again. So I started rationalizing as soon as everybody's out of the house in six years, I'll, I'll have a back surgery. Now I don't feel like I have that future. Now I feel like I've got much more open-ended and I can do these things. Um, I actually, for the first time in a really long time, I, I feel like, yeah, there's, there's actually an extended, I was joking to people like, Oh, you know, Men in my family don't make it past 60 because my dad didn't, my, one of my uncles didn't. Um, you know, I just, and I was making this rationalization, but I really believed I was, you know, I was already two thirds of the way done. And I felt awful about it, but I would laugh and joke, but that's, that's kind of how I felt if I even got that far. And, or what if I did, what would it look like? And now I feel like there's a much more open-ended story on that. Yeah. Well, that was going to ask the exact question I was going to ask you is where do you see yourself in 10 years? Where do you see your family? What kind of vision do you hold right now? And what would you like to have, have happen? I, I, I think I, I feel like we're on a much, uh, just on a sustainable path. And I think I, I it's, it's, um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think, you know, I, I, the kids are going to go to, to what they're going to do and, and, and whether it's college or something else or something like that. I mean, um, you know, if they choose to play athletics in, in, in college, that's great. I'm going to support them. I'm able to, I was struggling through and, and trying to support him. You know, I'm going to go out there. I'm, I'm throwing volleyballs at my daughter. I'm trying to, you know, as she's, as she's hitting them, I'm, 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 I'm throwing in the cage with my, with my boys, even though I, I would be hurting afterwards. And, and I feel like I can support them even better now uh, going forward. And then when they, when they move on, you know, I think then there's, there's lots of time and lots of room for my wife and me to, to, to do things and to be around. And, and uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm 43. I, I, I don't, I shouldn't be thinking about, well, is this as good as it gets? Yeah. It doesn't have to be that way. And I don't think that way right now because I yeah. think I just feel better. And, and it's, it's, it's something I know that, that we can stick with. First of all, we're both doing it together. She's always been a great cook and she's found a way to take the meal recipes and, and, and the, the perfect plate concept. Be, we don't do free meals because I'm not, I'm, I'm enjoying what I'm eating. Nice. I, we don't need the free meal. We went to uh, we went away for our anniversary a couple of weeks ago, and and we took one one night, and we we just ordered dessert at like late at night. We're like, we're just gonna blow up and have a bunch of desserts. I didn't feel good after. Mm-hmm. I mean, I it, and I knew it was good, but I, I knew it was gonna happen because other guys in the podcast have said it, and other guys in the community have said, oh yeah, I don't, I don't even feel good after I do that anymore, and we didn't. But um, we actually the rest of the time on the trip, we're at the restaurants and we're ordering the food that fits. The profile. I mean, obviously, yeah. we don't know the ingredients per se, but it's still it's a salad with with salmon on it or something like that, as opposed sure. to let's get the fried appetizer or something. Yeah, and and I love it. I, it's it's it's. I didn't realize how much I was missing salad. For sure. Do you feel like <laughs> I was always like, the guy that said I'm, I'm not going to eat salad? That's what rabbits eat. <laughs> 
I get that. Do you feel like there's a little bit of freedom in that? Like freedom in knowing when you go out that you like have a plan and you, you know what to find. Like, I'm sure you have the skills to look at a menu and be like, yep, those are like the two to three things that like we could do. Do you find that there's freedom in that? Well, you know, what's interesting is that I'm actually, I've actually been opened up to, to more foods that I love that I had given up. Because I was trying to go through this process over the last few years of basically saying, well, I don't feel good, so maybe I need to cut this out or cut that or cut that out. So I had I had cut out red meat because oh, that must be why my stomach is bad. Except nothing got better. Mm-hmm. But so I I taken something that I love. I love steak and put it off to the side and not and say I'm not going to be able to eat that. I love a good you know hamburger every once in a while. Oh, I'm not going to be able to eat that. And now because you start to fix things, I can bring that back in. Yeah. I mean. I had, I, you know, I, I, I had cut beer out completely and I like, I like beer and, and I know it's bad for you, but I cut it out. I thought, well, maybe if I cut it out, I'll feel better. And I didn't. I said, well, I'm giving up things I like and I still feel like garbage. What's the point of this? I need to actually turn a corner yeah. and, and actually get results or why do you, why do you cut things? Um, and so and now I, I brought some of those foods that I had pulled out and say, they're back in. And I can eat them the right way. So I can have a, a good steak as part of my quarter plate, mm-hmm. along with, you know, that sweet potato and that, you know, a roasted broccoli or something like that. And I like that meal. It's great. And and I would have said, no, I can't have the steak. I'm just passing that part. Or, or we can only have fish at home or something. And I love fish too, because you can cook it so many different ways. When I say my wife does the cooking. That, <laughs> yeah, the royal week. So many different that. ways, but, <laughs> but everything's back on the table. Yeah. So we can, we can, I have more I can eat than I, than I was eating before. Nice. All right. This is going to be like a little bit of pivoting gears in the back part of this interview here, but like, what, what are some of the, some of the best life advice that you've been given or that you regularly give to your kids, to your teams, some, some words of wisdom that really like ring true to you? Yeah. I mean, I, for me, um, starting with, with, with what I, what I, I, the best I think I can give is that, um, I just tell whether I'm coaching the kids or even when talking to, to other people in the community or, or whatever it might be, is that every little bit that you can do is better than doing nothing. And, and, and it's just whatever you're doing, every little effort that you can give is going to be better than not doing anything. Yeah. And maybe that is, that, that's, that's some of the best advice I've gotten too, I suppose, because that's, that's kind of where I've tried to always be is it's like, if you join the fight, you may not, to win it right away. You may not win that fight or that battle, whatever, but, but you're there and you've taken a step. So every little aspect, it matters because I think a lot of us think if it doesn't work perfectly immediately, then it wasn't worth doing or why bother? And if you're and, and this is what I tell my kids too, if, you, if you're, if you're pushing a little bit harder than everybody else, that matters. And it's going to be the difference maker. And, and there might be people that are, are, are better. I mean, I go in the community and there's guys throwing around 60 pound sandbags on the apex. I'm just like, holy cow. I mean, I even told one of them, it was, it was Shane actually, um, who's like the rock star of rock stars on there. I'm like, it's just a warrior. He's throwing around 60 pound sandbags on peak 11. And I'm just like, oh man. Um, but I don't have to compete. You don't have to compete with that person. Just push yourself to be as good as you can. And if, and just do something, do a, each yeah. step matters, whether it's a small step, big step, it's better than no steps. And then it's going to compound. You start to roll down the hill. You don't have to go out there and, and change everything all at once. Just try to do something. Yeah. And I was going to ask you too, like to plus on that, what kind of advice would you give for guys starting out? And obviously that device is like very relevant. And as it relates to maybe 
the program material in the first 30 days? Or is there anything more specifically you'd add for the really new guys who are starting out? And maybe even to a guy who's had a history of like pain and stuff like you've had, if you could tailor it specifically, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I would say, and actually this probably is for somebody new, if somebody who's got the, got the pain, I think do the, you read the material, listen to the podcast, especially the specific ones you've had on, on some of your experts that come in about the gut um, and jump in to the nutrition plan. Give it, give it a few weeks to really kick in because I was, I was trying a different protein powder for a little while. Well, okay. It was, it was okay. And I like it. And I actually still use it for um, almost like a, a, a part of my my lunch, I had it as my drink. I use, but I use super fuel in the morning. And the, when you when you follow the program and you give it time nutritionally, it's designed, and you really and you really stay focused on it. It's designed. It's going to fix that gut. It's going to fix the things internally. I mean, health comes inside out, not outside in. Yeah. Again, people would look at me at the time, six eight, two twenty five, and I fit in my clothes okay. My waist had gotten bigger. Now it's back down to where I wanted it to be, but nobody noticed. And, and part of that's a little bit of society too, because I was sort of hiding in plain sight to a certain extent because I didn't look as bad health-wise, but I wasn't healthy. And you got to do the program all the way through for a few weeks. Let it give it time to heal. I mean, you don't, if you sprain your ankle, you don't feel good the next day. You got to let it, you got to rest. You got to let it go. Same thing. You've got to heal the things that aren't right. And it's a lot easier to do this when you feel good. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's where I was like, follow it. You know, if, if, if you don't want to do the manwich, then do the other or, or, or if, if I was lucky on this front, because my wife was able to jump right in she, yep. she moved right in with me. I said, this is what I want to do. And she said, okay. And she starts finding the ingredients and she says, I'm going to do this stuff now and, and I'll swap this and swap this and we'll get, you know, and all of a sudden taco night has Ezekiel tortillas and turkeys, uh, ground turkey and, and dairy-free cheese and something. And it's awesome. And so I, I had a benefit there, but follow the program. I would say to the letter and then ask for help as fast as you can. If you're struggling with something in the third day, ask for help. Don't yeah. don't wait. There's so many resources. It's the other guys. It's your team. I mean, Kat and Ben are like, I mean, I blow them up with emails and DMs all the time. Um, I've had two conference calls with Kat. I got another one scheduled because now she's helping me. Okay, you got to a certain point. Let's 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 find the best way to maintain and and to teach. And I think that's that's a huge thing. And Ben's been on DM with me a bunch of times trying to kind of teach things, um, help me understand. So you've got all these resources. That's the beauty of the program, is it's not just something to read and do. It's it's the whole the whole process is the whole community. It's all the folks. Ask, ask for help. Man, I mean, what a message to end on. I mean, I think at the root of what you just described here is some virtues that I believe are at the basis of like a good life. It's humility. Like the willingness to like honesty, like with where you're at, humility to be able to ask for help and to be in that frame, dedication and trust and faith in like a process. And like these are all operating, whether you know it or not, under the surface. And it's a really powerful reminder. And I'm so grateful that you found such improvement with this program. Like it fills my heart up on a Friday, like heading into the weekend to know that like you're this much better from the stuff that our team does. Like, thank you for the gift of like your results, Dan. Like it affirms everything we're doing and it fills us up. Like this is, these conversations mean more to me than I can express. 
the thank you goes all the way to you guys because I actually think you saved my life. Um, I really think that I was just not, I, I don't know when it was going to be, but I mean, I was on a terrible path. I, I like I said, I, I felt the same way. My, I feel like my dad must have felt when he had to sit his kids down and say, I, I have cancer. And, and, and um, again, he lived for, for another six years, but, you know, not, not all of those were his, you know, not the way he wanted to live them. I mean, and, and he, and he did a good job of hiding it, but I, I think I was on that same path or sooner. I mean, believe me, when you fall asleep going 70 miles an hour on the highway, and if not for the, the, the strips on the, on the shoulder kind of jerking you back awake and it was happening daily, it might not have been six, seven, 10 years. It might've been the next day. Yeah. And I, I, I really think that that this has given me a new, a, an entirely new outlook, a new lease on, on, on my future. And so I'm extremely grateful. It, you're saving lives in doing this. You're changing lives. You're saving lives. It, it matters. And you see the guys on the, on the, on the community and it's just, it's just awesome to watch. Some of these guys are, are heroes in what they're doing. Um, you know, and, 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 what what some of them have been through and they're and they're able to pick this up. I mean, it's it's incredible. I mean, that's if that doesn't motivate you, I don't know what will. <laughs> yeah, I feel the exact same way. And I mean, in that in that reflection right back to you. Seriously, you've overcome a lot and the future looks very bright ahead. And I just want to say, God bless you and your family. Congratulations for everything you've achieved so far. And I'm excited to continue to see future updates and posts of yours in the brotherhood and all the great things to come. Our team is so proud of you, Dan. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to continuing this. I mean, whatever you guys ever need. Um, and uh, yeah, I just, it's just been incredible. And this was a, this was an honor to be on here. So thank you so much. Thanks for coming on today, Dan. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fit Father Project Podcast. If you love what you heard, please rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps spread this show to more men who need this valuable info. To watch full video episodes of this podcast and other motivational videos to inspire your training and more, visit our Fit Father Project YouTube channel. It's free and everything's made for busy guys over 40 like you. Visit youtube.com forward slash Fit Father Project to get access to our entire video library. And finally, if you or someone in your life is interested in becoming a fit father or needs help losing weight, building muscle, and living healthier after age 40, then visit fitfatherproject.com where you can see our proven programs, supplement line for guys 40 plus, and free meal plan and workouts to get you started. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi signing off. I'll see you in the next episode.